0: Radio Law Talk resumes in one minute and ten seconds from now. One minute for Radio Law Talk. Forty five seconds, thirty seconds for radio law talk, twenty seconds for radio law talk, fifteen. 87654321 The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for radio.lawtalk.com. With your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, radiolawtalk.com.
1: Welcome to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. We've had a wonderful two hours and having a great time. Uh, we're going to talk about some interesting things Uh we're going to talk about Giuliani's uh, former wife is not happy with him. Denise Dirks, our, our uh, family law attorney uh, in California, is going to kind of talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about golfers suing the PGA, Vanessa Bryant's uh, trial. Wow, that's an interesting one coming up. And what the judge says, and I've seen judges uh, act like this and say these things, it's very important. Uh, Picasso copyright case, we got a case or no case. Remember, though, Seek counsel elsewhere. We're not giving legal advice. We're giving general topics of law. Even though we're an exciting and entertaining and only sometimes informative show, remember those things. Just don't rely on us because uh, we're really smart and crazy, but, uh, you know, you might want to seek a normal lawyer. You know, that's, that's just what I think. When it comes to radio law talk, <laughs> right? As when opposed to an ar- abnormal Yeah, as yeah. yeah.
2: opposed to us abnormal attorneys. <laughs> well, we
1: are abnormal because ask how many lawyers have their own radio show and you'll see – Almost none so anyway we're gonna have a good time. you know what people always ask me not always I have many people say when they'll talk to me they'll say, hey so tell me about what it's like to be on the radio and one of the questions kind of every once in a while is well so what do you how does it work what you know what, what, what's the, the you know the minute to minute how does it work? Well during the breaks what do you talk about? We have been talking about through the break the whole time. <laughs> Game shows. Game shows in the 70s and 80s. We all three, and I've known these two for a long time, but I never knew Denise and Todd had the infinity and the love that we have for old-fashioned 1970s and 80s game show match game. Match um, game was the best. And, and, you know, you know, like Family Feud with Richard Dawson, Match Game with Gene Rayburn, Hollywood
3: Squares, Hollywood Squares. My younger brother watched The Price is Right so much that he found the pattern in when in which when they would have the showcase show that when it would be a new car, when it would be this. He could just predict it because he had seen it so often. Well, if this was the previous prize, the next one coming up is going to be the new car. A new car! Yeah. And it was like, holy Toledo, how did you get
1: that? See, that was the old simple days. We didn't yes. have iPhones, that's why. And, and then our good friend, huh? Bob Hilton. Bob Hilton, if you look up Bob Hilton, was the announcer. Jo- uh, you know, Bob? Oh, Jane Smith, come on down. You know, he was one of those guys, right? And he was an announcer for years and years in Hollywood, and he's a good friend of my wife and I's. He and his wife are good friends, and he's been here, and we've talked to him, and I get to hear all the lowdown of what it was like in the 70s and the 80s doing these game shows. And uh, he was great friends with... um, uh bandstand Dick Clark Dick Clark yeah he was like one of his best friends and it was wonderful stories about Dick Clark he says and he has the Dick insight. Clark
2: was a genuinely really good guy No
1: he was like a a, a saint yes. not good he was a saint yeah. and and everybody I've heard talk to him that he was just down to earth and cared about people in general so uh anyway that's what we talk about during the break but Sometimes we talk about a thing called case or no case because people want to hear it, Cal. I just, that's what I think.
0: I'm not sure. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Well, I hope they do because they're going to. As soon as they get that page to come back up, case or no case. Come on. Okay, here we go. So now I'm going to take you to Great Falls, Montana. It's where there was a guy who joined the Army when he was 18 years of age. His name was Sidney Fontaine of Great Falls, Montana, and he's a man with regrets. Uh, by the way, Great Falls is a military town, Air Force Base, but he joined the Army uh, years before and reported to his first duty station and immediately went AWOL. After 30 days, the Army dropped him from the rolls, and a warrant was issued for his arrest because it was a deserter, of course, except that the warrant was not issued. A typical thing in the Army, a paperwork snafu, the warrant never went through. Sidney Fontaine got a job, started a family, and lived. And then about 20 years later, his kid's grown, he's doing fine, and he says, I want to do right by my family and settle my regret. So he went to see his family attorney and said, what should I do? And the attorney said, I don't know, I'm not familiar with Universal Code of Military Justice, so get your duffel bag, put on your uniform, and go back to your original duty station and report and see what they do. So he went back there and they said... uh, I don't think we're going to let you back in. He said, I think you are. I'm an enlistee. I'll take my punishment. I'll man up. So he decided to go to his lawyer and say, can we go after the Army for them not letting me back in,
1: Todd? Case or no case. Can you picture him, Todd, walking in, 290 pounds, (laughs) 5'11".
3: I'm ready. I I mean, we're talking about shows that we used to watch in the 70s, and I'm imagining Gomer Pyle, although that was the Marines. Well, golly, I deserve to be back in the military, even though I absconded over 20 years ago.
0: Well, he really felt badly, and he felt like Uh, for his children's sake, he owed them this, and he was going to see it through.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know. (sighs) Cal's been watching the Lifetime movies again. I have not. The uh, the Lifetime movie of the week or, you know, the Lifetime issue of whatever the Bathroom Reader was. Fault. Cal, uh, <laughs> although logical, but fault. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I I guess all I could say is if this was a true case, um, I mean, sir, let me adjust your dummy sign. <laughs> What are you thinking? Right. I mean, the minute you found out that there was no warrant out for your arrest that had never got submitted and the Army ain't seeking you and they don't have you, good scrud. Just, you know, let a dead dog lie. And uh, no case, Cal. No case. Okay, Denise, what do you think about that?
2: Well, I hate following Todd. <laughs>
3: If I had a dime for every time I've heard yeah, that statement.
2: it's been really difficult, people. We'd
3: be worth $75 million. <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs>
2: we would for sure. For one year. Um, I, it, it, There's nobody that's going to do this. That guy cannot, nobody in their right mind is going to go and turn themselves in so they get arrested for going AWOL.
0: In all fairness, I never said he was in his right mind.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. And in all fairness, Cal, neither are you. <laughs> Thank you. I have to follow suit. No case.
0: Mr. Penny, what do you think I'm about I'm going this?
1: opposite. It's a case because it's so bizarre that it's got to be a case. I don't think you would do this, make this one up. I think this is a case. I think he goes, wants to go back in the military. They do not have to let him back in. Uh, and uh, he does make things right in his life. And what he wants to do is just be a wonderful man and and try to show that he loves his country and serve his country. But the fact that he was 290 pounds, 5'11", uh, a, a scruffy beard, they're going to go, you're not quite ready for the military anymore, but this is an actual case, and he sues, and he, well, loses. Okay. He loses. He's not going to – he's not going to – I know we don't have time to do this, Cal, because – but I, I want to say that uh, I think he loses because it's just I think there's certain time period you can do that and it's the government they can. Well, yeah.
0: bonus question: Did he still fit into his uniform no, 20 years later? Absolutely
1: no. The answer is no. That's the, the no. Question. That's a bonus yeah. question. What you Does you know what year this was approximately? Well, I, it was more than 20 years ago. I know that. Okay, so, more yeah. than 20 years. When we come back, we're gonna find out the case or no case. We're gonna get into Rudy Rudy Giuliani's. Uh, uh, ex-wife what she saying about the divorce we're going to get into a lot of other fun things including Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul Pelosi's DUI that's interesting what happened there
0: this is Radio Law Talk and there's much more of the show coming up right here stay tuned because you won't want to miss it including the outcome of case or no case it's all straight ahead right here Commercials under the announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
4: Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is Fast. So, in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800 559 5523. That's 800 559 5523. Again, 800 559 5523. Call now.
5: Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now.
6: 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value
4: of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Thanks, Tax Doctor.
6: If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Boys are weird. Are Are you serious?
5: serious? This is Radio Law
0: Talk. Commercials.
1: Are we live? I think so.
0: Come (laughs) in, come in. Hello, hello. Can you hear me now?
1: Case or no case, roll it out and tell us what the situation was and who voted what.
0: Okay, so a guy wanted to rejoin the Army after going AWOL. He went back to his unit, original unit, and said mea culpa, I left 20 years ago, I'm sorry, I want back in. Please, please take me back in. And the question was, uh, since the Army said, well, uh, mm, let's think about this, he went to his lawyer and asked if he could compel the Army to allow his enlistment to still be valid.
1: Uh, And Denise and Todd said no case, Yes, and and I said case, and the government wins.
0: Okay, well, fair enough, so let's see what happened.
1: Okay, come on, give me some points. The minute
0: he went back to the unit... They began the process of the Universal Code of Military Justice and chapter discharge. He was flagged, which meant he couldn't get promoted, he couldn't get awards, and they gave him an Article 15, which means he did 45 days of extra duty and got reduced to the rank of an E1. They chaptered him, which means he's ineligible for reentry in the Army, and sent him home. Now, he did not file the case. So there is no case. Dang it. But I want to finish this off because when I read the story, I admired this guy, and it was not from a Lifetime movie. He owned his behavior and took responsibility for his decisions and the consequences. He was respectful, did everything he could to make the process easy, and that was in his favor. He also didn't have to come back. He did because he wanted to set a good example and show Army values when he came back, even though he didn't do it when he ran away. And the Army looked on all of that favorably. When the Army says you're out, you're out. He's out, even though he wanted to make life good again. He's out, and that friends his case. Or no case So a Todd. Good guy and, case.
2: Todd's ahead yeah. now. Yeah, good guy. He took
0: the shot. You know, he wanted to do the right thing. And sometimes that doesn't work out the way the right thing doer wants it to. And that was uh, the case. There. Good
1: for him. Yep, that's what I say. Good for him. Um, Denise. Yes. Giuliani. Oh. Tell us about that. Uh, Denise is a. You know, this is, uh, you know, this is a case in New York, so she doesn't know New York law, but she understands the general principles of, you know, divorce and child custody, etc., because she's a family law attorney in California. So let's talk generally about what's going on with Ju- Rudy Giuliani's ex-wife.
2: Well, in his divorce agreement, Rudy Giuliani guaranteed he would do certain things, right? And as we know, there's no debtor prison, right? There's no debtor prison. But there's an exception where somebody could go to jail and be sentenced to jail if they're found to be in contempt of court. And a divorce agreement is, in essence, a judgment or an order of the court. So what his ex-wife is saying is, you owe me money, you pay it, or go to jail. Because she brought um, an order to show cause regarding Contempt, and she is claiming in a sworn declaration that um, he owes her a hundred and forty thousand dollars because he was supposed to buy her out of the South Lake Drive Palm Beach home, right? And he's claiming, well, it didn't sell, and she says, so what? You still have to buy me out. You owe me a hundred and forty thousand, and then, or you owe me uh, two hundred thousand, and you've only paid me sixty. Uh, she also claims that he was supposed to pay half of the, uh, a golf club uh, membership, membership, right? An annual membership, Makes and that feel he bad didn't. Time. So she paid her half, and she had to cover his to the tune of seventy thousand dollars. That's an expensive one. Uh, very don't you expensive. Think,
1: I'm going to interrupt you there. I want you to keep going. But don't you think people are going? You know, we don't feel very sorry for you because. You're whining and complaining about your country club membership needs to be paid. Even though that's what they agreed with. But don't you think that might be a, you know,
2: hmm. Well, maybe. How will she I be mean, able to
3: survive if she right. doesn't have the golf I mean, But membership? she paid Correct.
2: his part, you guys. He, no, I get it.
1: I, I, I agree with all that. I'm just saying, but just people are like, mm, keep going.
2: He was supposed to also pay $5,000 a month so she could have an assistant to help her. Talk about and first, first world problems. problems yeah. right, right?
0: A housekeeper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: 5000 a month for a housekeeper? No, for an assistant or housekeeper. It was either one. Maybe somebody Ooh, that did both. For five years. Yes. And then.
1: Todd will do that for 5000 a he
2: month. He wrote for... her a check for $10,000 and it was returned. Non-sufficient funds.
1: Mm.
0: So she's going after him for money when she got a check back, knowing that there's no money in the account. That's well, interesting.
2: That account. Oh, so maybe you know he's, where's yeah. the money? He worked for Trump for all those years. He should have gotten some money. That's probably I what she's, she's of, thinking.
1: Denise, I think he's you know he's battling a lot of on a lot of fronts right now. He's probably running low.
2: Uh, I bet he is too.
1: Yeah, and his wife's like crud. <laughs>
2: So anyway, he still owns a lot of property, though. Does he? Yes, he does. He owns properties in New York. He owns properties still in Palm Beach. Um, So, you know, I think what she's thinking is that I'll get a judgment and I'll just attach one of those properties and I'll get paid. But the thing is, this is ongoing. So it's not like, I mean, she can bring this again in a year when he hasn't done what he's supposed to do. So we're going to have to see what happens. He is does have a right to have a trial on it. I don't know whether or not it's a jury trial in New York. Uh, In California, it would not be. Um, But we're going to have to see what happens. I mean, if he pays it all up, he's not going to go to jail. But if he doesn't, there is a possibility that he could do some jail time.
1: Well, this is a you know those articles talking about this from 2019 and on, but it talks about they did have a. Uh, let's see. They have a mansion in New York. Uh,
0: you know, they've got a lot of things. But can he prove he doesn't have any liquid assets and have this delayed Denise pending sale of the, of the non liquid assets? I mean, how would that normally be resolved?
2: No, I don't think that's a defense.
3: I, I wonder. I wonder if he's going to claim that he's only withholding payment of the two hundred and sixty thousand dollars until he receives assurances that the money won't be used for corrupt purposes. <laughs> Sorry. All been. right, don't get
1: political. Don't get political. Holy there cow.
2: What? Where are you going with that?
3: Uh, never mind. mind. Never mind.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about the PGA Tour when we come back and uh, why Phil Mickelson is suing the PGA Tour. This is very interesting what I'm going to bring up. Those of you who like golf or any type of sport, hang on.
0: A lot of good stuff coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. Many times it is about the do-re-mi, so we'll see what Fed has to say and others after this. Right here with Todd, Denise, and Fed Penny on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor the airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement the announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose
5: or cure any disease. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you your life needs are always changing but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better it's impossible to do all the research yourself but now it's all done for you for free so regardless of your age or medical condition take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero cost health insurance in your state call now
6: hey for by cheaper health insurance 800-635-7188 800-635-7188 800-635-7188 that's 800-635-7188 are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800 832 1549. 800 832 1549. That's 800 832 1549. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology, 800-251-7560, 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't... He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218.
5: Is this real
4: life? Not really.
1: This is
0: Radio Law Talk. With Frederick Penny.
1: Uh, We're going to talk about something that I'm really interested in, and that's uh, PGA Tour Golf. Um, Look, PGA Tour is very powerful and very strong, and I don't know of any other type of golf association that competes with the PGA. So, what happened is a group of investors, many of them out of Saudi Arabia with lots of money, um, started the LIV or LIV. Golf tournament. And the LIV uh, stands for Roman numeral LIV, which is the 50, amount of people, 52 54. or 54, um, which is the amount of people that play on a golf tour. I believe something to that effect. And what they did is they came in and started uh, saying to these powerful golfers, we're going to pay you a substantial amount of money to come over and play on our tour. Now, having a an, uh, know and understand racing, as I have for many years, I invested in racing businesses and companies. Um, a NASCAR driver can go drive wherever the heck they want. I mean, NASCAR does not say you can't drive in another series. These NASCAR drivers, for the fun of it, usually for the fun of it because they're making way too much money, they'll jump in a... In a uh, a Bandolero car or a Outlaw's car, which are those you know wing cars that go on the the dirt, or they'll jump in maybe an in, an Indy car, um,
0: and they'll just go to a county racetrack and yeah, just I just and, feel and, like and racing yeah, here, yeah. Racing,
1: yeah, here and there. Right. So what happens is the PGA Tour um, basically said our rules are if you're playing in another tour, you can't play on our PGA Tour. So one of the most powerful golfers and. Uh, people is a guy by the name of Phil Mickelson. So what happened, LIV, now it's not out there, So, but there's pundits. I'm just saying the rumors. I'm not saying this is true. These are the rumors that he got paid $200 million to jump over and play in this LIV golfers tour. And the tour includes places all over the country, all over the place, Boston, Chicago, Bangkok Thailand Judah Saudi Arabia Miami you know Portland London all over and it plays all over and he's playing in that among other PGA golfers and so what's happened is the latest is you got the FedEx Cup which is a very very prestigious golf tournament and they're supposed to be in it and they said, Sorry, so sad. You're not going to play in it because you're part of the LIV golfers, and our rules are you have to be exclusively part of the PGA Tour. You can't go play in other things. Well, basically, and also their argument is, well, if we let you in now, that means we have to kick some other people out that have, you know, so it's going to hurt others. But they're saying you cannot do that because we have the right to come in and play in the PGA tour. Yeah, they
2: they actually made the playoffs. They they right, did what they right. needed to, do to make the playoffs.
1: So, here's the thing, Denise. What is the thing that you told me that you said, "Hmm, there may be an issue here." What do you think?
2: Well, I right away I thought, "What PGA does it have a monopoly on this?" I mean, it just felt weird, and we had this in a something similar to this in another sporting event. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. We talked about it, and we talked specifically about whether or not there's a monopoly. It was the um, it was the college football, right? Maybe, Wasn't that I it? Don't it was it was the college football. Denise, where what was yesterday? They couldn't be remember. professionals. They couldn't get paid oh, for their yeah, likeness, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know, so it just to me it feels like PGA is trying to be a monopoly
6: Maybe. and hold
2: a monopoly over these players and they can't act they can't be in my opinion slaves right they can't be I don't know but there's contracts
1: but you do have contracts that say in a lot of businesses and a lot of sports it's like saying okay you play for the Boston Celtics you can't go play for the the, the Warriors right I know it's like, but, like
2: exclusive but, rights but but, but, but there are
1: but there are contracts and there are agreements that if I'm jumping on the PGA side that it, I I almost I haven't seen their contract, but I'll bet it says you can't go play on uh, other tours. You have to play in our tour if you're going to be on our tour, and and that's what it probably says. Or they have to give them permission to.
3: Yeah, I, I get that. I, I think that uh, you know, if there are people that play, I, I guess the question is when you when you refer to quote other tours, what other tours are there? Europe that are that are, but is the European tour a subset a subheading of the PGA? Is it the PGA know. European tour? Is it the? Are, are those all part and parcel of the PGA? Now, I, I get where the plaintiffs are coming from here. Fred talked about the LIV tour, and I think using the term tour is—you uh, can't think of tour in the same light that you think of the PGA tour. The PGA tour starts. You know, toward the end of a year, and then you have golf tournaments almost every weekend, including four majors, and and it goes on for about ten months like that. Of, You're right. I'm going to interrupt event, you.
1: Events every weekend. You're right. Asian tour. They've got the European Asian a to, uh, European tour PGA,
3: and they're all U- PGA, PGA, right? Yeah. And so, so you compare the LIV quote tour. I'm using the air quotes here. The LIV tour is. Uh, let's see, seven events in the year. Seven.
0: Which is attractive to the golfers because they said, man, the PGA is a grind. I can get all of this money and only play seven events. Wasn't that part of the factor? Yeah, of course. It could
3: be. I mean, they played in London in June, Portland, Oregon in the latter part of June, early July. They played Bedminster in late July. Then they're going to play Miami in October, uh, Jeddah in October, Thailand in October. October's a full month. By the way, that's not a full month for the PGA Tour. That's, uh, that's pretty much close to their off season. Then they're going to play Boston and Chicago. I have just named all of the cities and all of the dates that the LIV Tour will play in 2022. And because these golfers want to play those seven events, the PGA Tour is saying you can't play in any of ours you cannot play in any of our events even if you've already qualified for some of them like the FedEx Cup. Exactly. We already met the qualifications and you have now come in and told us that we cannot play in that. And you're right, Denise, when you when you raised the issue about being a monopoly, there is no other Men's tour in the United States at the same level as the PGA. You have qualifying school. You have these other things, but there's nothing else that gets the same revenue. The PGA tour in 2019, gross revenue, $1.5 billion for the PGA tour. And they have no competitor for that money in the United States, none. So as a, from a consumer standpoint, it's the PGA tour or nothing. And so I see these golfers coming in saying, hold on a second. Under antitrust law, where is the opportunity for the consumer, the viewer, to get value for their money and to have an option if the PGA Tour is not going to allow anybody of substantial talent to compete on both tours? Now you're depriving the public, which is what antitrust statutes are all about. You're depriving the ability to choose – Amongst different competitors from the public, this is the same thing. It's the same rationale that led to the what the breakup of AT and T or or the the phone companies. Um, the government has gone against Microsoft for this. Facebook right now is facing lawsuits because they are the, you know, Fred used a term earlier um, in the show. I think it's the first hour talking about the the six hundred pound gorilla in the room. Yeah. Well, th- they are the six hundred pound gorilla of whatever industry they're in, and the government wanting to the law wanting to preserve the choice and option for people has the antitrust suits and these plaintiffs are saying look you're depriving the public of this so i'll 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 be curious to see how this one plays out but ask yourself this
1: you're playing golf you're making good money in the PGA tour what was the amount of money the PGA tour brings in
3: you you had a 1.5 billion in 2019
1: but you know so Phil Mickelson's going to get some of that but they walk up with a check for 200 million how do you go And
2: they only have
1: to play seven times. Yeah, it's like plus. Don't forget, I believe he also gets the purses, the purse money, whatever. How you know if he fishes fourteenth, whatever that is. But just to walk over and slide over, I'm not. I don't follow golf as much. Dustin Johnson apparently is a super PGA Tour player. Yes. Yes. He got offered this again. This is what the pundits are saying. This is this is the rumor: 150 million to come out and play on the LIV.
3: The, the, the thing i see with all of this is
2: there's less competition too
3: and, and behind the scenes yeah. because the pga tour is the only game in town when it comes to men's golf there have always been rumblings of all players of all sizes of all skill and ability in the tour that are like you know the pga just has this you do what we say or get off our tour and they have no say in the game liv came along and these big players went there to give golfers more of a say in how they're governed by the PGA. I think that's well, what's behind this. I've got
1: one important thing to say. We just learned how we're going to make $75 million a year. We're going to come play, the three of us. And, Cal, you're invited. I'm in. We're going to go play on the LIV. <laughs> Pay us. We're not asking for $200 million, 150 it's $75 million a year. It's out there. Give us a call. Uh, oh, I'll give you the numbers. You can call us, 855-LAW-RADIO. We'll come out and play. We'll be back. We're going to talk a little bit about the Kobe Bryant case.
0: Like I said, I'm in for 50 bucks. Stay tuned. The last segment of Radio Law Talk is coming up right here. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
1: Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over thirty years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers and we work with you to get the best results.
0: Go to Pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616
3: I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what i do.
5: Well, Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on. Quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car eight hundred seven three eight zero one seven zero eight hundred seven three eight zero one seven zero eight hundred seven three eight zero one seven zero eight hundred seven three eight zero one seven zero
4: This is no
6: fun.
0: This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny.
1: I can't believe it's just the end. It's coming to the end. It's our last segment. It, it, it flies by this three hours. Thank you for joining us, all our affiliates. Uh, again, we don't know the numbers exactly because they, it changes, but we're, I believe, over 100 or uh, close to us. I think we were 115 at one time, but thank you very much, all of you people. I don't know the exact number, though. Don't go, well, you're 103 right now, you're 106, I don't know. Maybe I'm 97, I don't know. But thank you, those who do follow us and those who listen to us, we really appreciate it. Nationwide, coast to coast, Georgia, California, Oregon, Washington, I don't know, Idaho, I don't know where we are. Um, But we're going to talk about... uh, uh, Pelosi's husband. And this is something we want to talk about because we care about the law. We love the law. And Denise and Todd came in when we found out what happened to Pelosi's husband who got a DUI for drinking uh, while driving and actually caused... There was an accident. Caused an accident. And this is up in Cal- Northern California area. And... Um, Todd, who was a former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and in California, and now does some uh, stuff representing those who are uh, allegedly uh, – uh, he represents defendants and uh, for, the, for uh, a public defender's uh, firm, and he's got a, a take on this. So this just happened. Uh, on um, what was the date that that, that the DUI it was May
3: twenty eighth. Got it. Go ahead go with it. So May twenty eighth, about ten seventeen PM, Paul Pelosi had left a function or restaurant, uh, was said he was traveling home and his Porsche was involved in an accident. Ten seventeen PM his Porsche collided with an SUV and at the time of the accident Neither party, the driver of the SUV or Mr. Pelosi, had indicated they had any injuries. Although when law enforcement showed up, they said that, as I see often in police reports, the officers said they saw the objective signs and symptoms of intoxication to include red, watery eyes, slurred speech, um, the odor of an alcoholic beverage. Mr. Pelosi handed them his driver's license, along with... Well, what they described as a courtesy card, its a, it was a card that kind of indicated that he donates to police charities. It was for the California Highway Patrol. Now, the Sheriff's Department was investigating this. I don't know if that was such a good move to give him a CHP card because those law enforcement agencies don't always get along. But the uh, long and short of it is Pelosi was arrested for DUI, and his blood was taken, and the test results of that blood said it came back at a point zero eight two which is just above the legal limit of a .08. Well, the guy in the uh, SUV complained the next day that, you know, this is very common. That The next day you start to feel the aches and pains of the accident. He reported that and so Paul Pelosi was charged and was arraigned uh, earlier this week or, or a couple weeks ago on a misdemeanor DUI with injury charge. Now, the question here that I had when I looked at this is – well, my impression is this is not a slam-dunk case for the prosecution, and it has nothing to do with Paul Pelosi's status because his wife is Speaker of the House. It has everything to do with the facts of the case, and the, the DA's office is going to have – they're going to have a challenge on their hand because his blood alcohol level was, remember, a .082. But that blood draw did not occur for two hours. The accident was 10, 17 p.m. They didn't draw his blood that was later tested until twelve thirty two 32 a.m. And, and in California, in every state, to be DUI, the question is, what was your blood alcohol level at the time of driving? And... If Paul Pelosi's defense is, look, yeah, I left this place where I was at, I had had a couple of drinks or finished off my drink just before I got in my car and drove, and my blood alcohol level is a .08 two hours after, well, under a rising blood alcohol defense – He's got a shot at showing his blood alcohol was well below a point zero eight at the time of the accident. Mm. Now, now I, I also want to clarify: there's something I read in some of the articles where they said they also found a drug in his system. As I understand every report that's been made about this case and what he's charged with, he is only charged with driving under the influence of alcohol, causing injury, and driving having a blood alcohol level of point zero eight or higher. If he – causing injury – if he had been charged with a combination of alcohol or drugs, there would have been an additional code section charged, and it was not. So he's only facing the alcohol. Now, it doesn't mean they can't amend the complaint. They may be doing further testing on the blood, but they had enough to arraign him on what they had – there may be an amendment coming down, but as it is right now, it's only alcohol.
2: And it could have been the drugs were prescribed by a doctor and they did not interact with alcohol,
3: right? It, it could be depending on what it was. I mean, right. usually they do a screen for drugs that do affect your motor skills, but, you know, we'll see what happens.
2: What's also interesting about that is when you get in a major accident, you're going to maybe be like a little bit feeling like you're drunk. I mean, you you could have balance problems. You could have slurred speech. All of these things could have been as a result of the accident as well.
3: They said he was unsteady on his feet, right. which would you would expect to somebody who just had the adrenaline of an accident. Um, if, if he hit, if the airbag deployed or if he hit his head on anything, yes, that is going to cause not only the red watery eyes, but that will also cause the slurred speech. And so, like I said, I, I'm not saying that this isn't prosecutable. Clearly the elements appear to be met based on what they have. What I am saying is it's not a slam dunk for the prosecution. It's defensible. It is very defensible. And and I think it would be a mistake for anybody to come away from this saying, well, it's defensible because he's Pelosi's husband because no. In the public defender's office, any case comes through like this, it's going to be aggressively defended regardless of the economic or political stance of the defendant. These present very defensible facts.
0: But, Todd, the next day injury thing. Was anybody ever going to be suspicious and say, well, sure, he realized who hit him. And so now he's thinking, oh, man, now well, I'm hurting. i got to go call a, you know, I've got to call a uh, PI lawyer and see if I can make a case and get he some money didn't out call of this. me. He didn't well, call
3: me. He, I'm just saying. What he needs to do, and what I hope he would have done for the integrity of the case, is that he would have gone to the doctor to be checked out, to, to get the complaints of pain, to get checked out, to see if there's anything wrong with him. Exactly. And But here's the thing. For a DUI with injury— all it takes is the complaint of pain to meet the injury element. If it's significant injury, well, that's a different That's that's a, that's a felony. add-on where yeah. you. it could even become a strike case if it's great bodily injury, a broken bone, loss of consciousness, things like that. Right. It doesn't take much to satisfy the injury element for a misdemeanor to you. Yeah, you know, let
1: me tell you, and we deal with that a lot, just right. so you know. That's, that happens all the time, but... A uh, couple of things. I wonder if they they get gave him any tests at the scene. Did they do a breathalyzer? Do they do any of that? It didn't say that in anything. It, I it, it did
3: it. not. If they had give him any sort of test, one one of common tests is a pre-arrest, what's called a preliminary alcohol screen test. And if they gave that test and it came back and registered a blood alcohol level, that would provide a lot more information as to whether or not it was rising or falling at the time.
1: What's interesting, too, is, boy, he was in a 2021 Porsche, and the other guy was driving a, a Jeep uh, that sustained major damage, the Jeep. Yeah. And let me tell you, he, he's lucky he's alive. And they are. I'm, I'm they're shocked. They're little Porsche. I know. But, mm-hmm. well, more a Porsche hitting a Jeep, I think the Jeep's going to win most of the time on that one. Um, and all i got to say is because uh, they're sitting up. It's it's the height. People don't realize when accidents occur, it's not just the force and the weight. But it's the height, yep, and in yeah, fact, where the
2: bumpers are. in right. relationship to... In fact,
1: did you know that, that some of the government required some like suburbans and stuff to lower the bumper down because it was too dangerous. It was hurting too, too many people. I always say, you know, drive a Ford F one fifty four wheel drive. You know, they're <laughs> they're pretty. They sit up pretty high. They're pretty powerful <laughs> ones. Ever used to get mad when I put my kids in that. But but anyway, lucky he's he's alive. And there's a lot of other stuff we can go through. Look, Amber Heard selling her. You know, we don't. I, I'm not. I'm going to save the Kobe Bryant one for next week because we can talk about it. Because we have quick takes and other things to go through. We're going to talk about uh, Vanessa Bryant next week, so hold on. But, yeah, but
0: what I always say is, let's do quick takes at the end of the show, and I think it's time for that. Uh, Denise, do you have your quick take ready for us today?
2: I do.
1: Okay,
0: what might it be?
2: Well, after learning about Paul Pelosi pulling out the privilege card and trying to get out of the DUI, I thought to myself. How do I get one? Let me know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fred Penny, do you have
1: yeah, a quick take? My yeah, my swing at my home's looking better every day. Next time my wife says, we need to go to Europe or somewhere and, and you know visit, I said, here, let me show you this case.
0: <laughs> Good one. Todd Kunin, what is your quick take, sir?
3: The only way I would be televised on the LIV tour is if they decided they wanted to have a no-ball-strike divot competition.
1: That a boy. Well, thanks for joining us here at Radio Law Talk. We're here every single Saturday, except for maybe a few, 9 to noon Pacific time. Thanks for joining us.
0: You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.